dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I am your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my jolly old co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Hello, Joe. Hello. (laughs) Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. I, uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It is, it's it here. is Christmas time. It's finally, finally Christmas time. It's finally your time. I, Joe, I know you get, you get Halloween and you just keep Halloween. And I just, I just wait all year for Christmas. Time. <laughs> and even though it's a little I, uh, bit weird this year, I still, I'm yeah. still feeling jolly. I still am. Yeah. I, uh, I love it. I love Christmas. Christmas is a good time. I'm a big fan. I turn on the Christmas music come November 1st. Uh, but I think you really love Christmas. You, uh, you're much more tame than my wife. I think Katie's been listening to Christmas music since, I swear, September. So, <laughs> like, she always tries to sneak it in. She's very careful about it. So uh, it'll just it'll come pretty, like, once in, like, July, she'll be like, I just want to listen to Christmas music real quick. I'm like, all right, it's fine. It's July, like just do whatever uh and she'll just listen to it for for you know an hour or so and then when i start to get worried is because like september roll around like football season will be here it's not even halloween yet the falls just like hit then all of a sudden she'll like i'll walk into the house and christmas music will be playing and i'll be like why is christmas music on she's like what do you mean why is christmas music on you know exactly what i mean (laughs) it is september 7th like this we're not not christmas Uh, music time and she'll be like all right fine she'll stop listening for a little bit and then she'll slowly sneak it in throughout and then like by the middle of october i can't contain her anymore and then she listens to it all the way up until christmas day so oh of course well that's great that sounds fun i mean i love it i well i don't love it but i do enjoy me uh, a good amount of christmas music i don't love when it's just the same like six songs repeated Sure. you know See, see i uh I agree. And like listening to radio Christmas music, like when you have the station on, you're driving to work and it is yeah. the same six songs. Like that gets really old really quickly. Uh, but oh, Katie yeah. has, Katie has curated a playlist and she's very proud of this playlist. <laughs> and it's like 150 songs. Oh, wow. And I, it, I'm telling you, she's a mad woman. I, I don't know what else, That's don't know funny. how else to say it. She's a mad woman. Um, so honestly, she just starts it and, she has this playlist and it actually has a pretty good mix. I'll be honest with you. I haven't gotten worn out of any songs. Uh, okay. But, but Bing Crosby is my, is my, my go-to Christmas music guy. Like if I need a Christmas music or a Christmas song, I'm going to Bing Crosby. So. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, I love the classics. Like I, I think that's what I prefer is the, the classic old Christmas music. Like I don't care about Ariana Grande's version of whatever, or you know whatever one direction has to make this year but like you give me like bing crosby the uh the old like white christmas you know just like oh yeah you know uh old old white christmas is is peak we're gonna get to favorite christmas movies but that one is peak that one that one's the right one oh yeah i uh i just i there's just something about the old christmas music there's just like a feeling to it and i don't know if it's just memories or whatever it is but there's a warm like comforting feeling about the old old christmas music from the 60s and before that i'll be honest i actually learned new christmas songs uh when katie and i started dating and i didn't know that was possible because i didn't know they like had new songs besides like the <laughs> ones that people put out every year but like yeah, right. I, I learned about all these old songs like uh uh bone natalie which is a it's an Italian Christmas hmm. song. And I, okay. having grown up in a very Italian household, had no idea that it existed and couldn't believe. Like the only Italian Christmas carol we listened to was Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. I was just thinking that, which also in my top five favorite Christmas songs of all time. I oh, mean, it's, it's just good so one. good. It's so good. It is. You know, you got the clickety click, hee haw, hee haws. You know, everybody knows the reindeers can't climb the mountain mountains of italy everybody knows that i mean come on they're not good enough no no they're not they're, they're not dominic the italian christmas donkey i tell you that nah 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 they're he, they're uh they're just jingle horses lame give me an italian <laughs> christmas donkey every year 
<laughs> every year. Every year. That's great. Oh, man. Uh, so uh, how was your week? It's been like eight days since we've talked, since we recorded the last time on a Sunday. I know. We did it. We did it early last week. And then, you know, we lost an extra day. So we have so much more on that one day to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually my week was pretty just slammed with work. I think I told you, I think I told you last week, but, uh, we, we were like rushing to finish a project because we're all on vacation this week and next week. Uh, so we were rushing to finish a project and then, um, so it was, it was pretty just slammed with work. Katie was finishing up school. She's off from school now. Um, so it's been, it's been nice that, uh, now we don't have to worry about it, but the other crappy part is that like Ben has just decided that sleep is for the week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he has just decided that uh, that's it. We're just not gonna sleep. Even uh, like uh, last night, I put him down at seven. He woke up at seven forty. I picked him up. Ooh. I rocked him back to sleep. Put him down at eight. He woke up at eight twenty. I Oof. picked him up, rocked him back to sleep. Put him back down at like eight forty. Boom, up again at nine. Needed to eat. He ate. Oh man! At, at this point, I was like, all right, I'm not putting him down again. I put him in my arms. I fell asleep, and he woke up at eleven. And I was like, oh, yeah. at least I got like two hours. And then right. I got one big chunk of four hours last night from like one to five. It was a, ma- it was magical, Joe. I tell you four straight hours of sleep. <laughs> you have no idea how much you value four straight hours of sleep until you can't get it. Right. Well, that's amazing. I, it, the time's coming. He's just learning a lot. His poor brain's working. I, uh, I it's will a- say K- Katie and I are, are starting a, uh, we read something online about like, at first we didn't think that schedules were important right because like the baby sets the schedule you can't really tell them what to do right right uh but we've kind of figured out that we were getting to the point where he was overtired and then he slept Mm -hmm. worse right because like now he's overtired and he keeps waking up because he's cranky and upset and all this stuff so what we're trying to do is catch him before he hits the wall of being upset right like just just tired but not quite upset because if right. we hit if we get to that point then he sleeps better now that mm-hmm. hasn't come to fruition yet because we haven't gotten <laughs> him to sleep long enough yet to say okay it works but we at least feel better so now instead of like us just letting him fall asleep whenever he's like ready to fall asleep now at like 10 o'clock in the morning uh one o'clock in the afternoon and three in like three or four in the afternoon we take him back and rock him to take a nap um oh good yeah so like whether he's showing signs of being tired or not like we've we are dictating those times to be sleep times right so we'll see we'll see how it goes uh he did like he slept for like an hour this morning and an hour over lunch which is like more than what i can say for his normal naps so Mm -hmm. i uh i also i i know at four months they try and reverse cycle too so for those who don't know what that is basically he basically thinks that the daytime is nighttime and i (laughs) definitely saw that this week because one day he stayed up all night and then the next day he slept like all day and i was like i knew this was gonna be a bad idea and we paid for it all night the next night oh yeah that sucks that's a bummer so how about you tell me tell me about your 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 great week um the week was fine uh i went did i go into work i went into the office last wednesday um i had a meeting with my bosses just kind of looking at the future of my department as far as like putting together a plan for the end of 2021 sure sure um so i did that last wednesday and then it snowed like the dickens that day so i left at lunchtime and i saw a truck go off road which was terrifying oh god yeah, yeah, there was a point in my drive where I was coming up a hill and I saw the truck was in front of me and all of a sudden I just saw the truck turn left at the top of this hill. Um, it was on the expressway, so it would have been like where a median is almost or, you know, a big patch of grass between our traffic and the other side of traffic, the sure, sure. Uh, oncoming traffic. Um, huge grass patch and it just like turned left and then I was driving and when I got to that point I hit a little ice but I stayed straight and I looked and I saw the truck had gone off and um hit some guide wires um its windshield was all smashed the uh the front end was torn to shreds I I freaked out because like I just 
I have this fear of car accidents. They just like really freak me out. Sure. I, I really am afraid to get into one. Um, so I called Kayla right away on my drive and I was like, I just saw a car accident. I'm at my exit anyway. I'm getting off. I was like, do I call somebody? So I pulled off and called 911 and they were like, yep, we already heard from the driver. We're on our way out there. And I was like, okay, good. good. That made me feel better. Yeah, at least he was like conscious enough to call 911. And- yeah, exactly. That's super scary. Um, so have yeah, you never been in a car accident before? Nothing major. Um, long time ago, uh, long, long time ago. This would have been in 2013, I believe. Um I was driving, uh, this was when I was painting houses, so maybe it was 2012, um, and it was winter time, so it was like January, I was in my truck, and I had two of the younger fraternity brothers in my truck with me, and we were like knocking on people's doors, mm-hmm. um, passing out flyers to paint houses, and we were driving back to the house, and I went to go from one lane to the other lane, and this was on... 96 right before you go on to 131 right as you got to um the engineering campus like on 96 yep, yep. or 94 not 96. 94 yep i know what you're saying um it was right there because you could see like the aviation stuff and uh i cut over from one lane to the other and i hit a patch of ice and we spun in my truck we spun completely around twice Oof. Um, and was facing oncoming traffic and that freaked me out, but we were good. We didn't fall. We didn't tip and I was able to get us back and, you know, turn around and go. And then a few years ago, um, it was like the first snowfall of the year. So it was like February of probably 20, 2016 and, uh, and I was just driving. I was going, I don't know, maybe 30 miles an hour. And uh, there was a McDonald's on my left. It was a four-lane road. Uh, McDonald's on my left, uh, Burger King on my right. And a van just came ripping out of McDonald's and cut all the way across right in front of me Holy into the Burger shit. King parking lot. And I hit ice and I went into the tree of Burger King. Like, there was a tree out there. Um you know, but I was going slow enough that it just kind of wrecked the front end. It didn't really do major damage. So well, that's nice. Um, that's pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah, but that was uh, a little terrifying. So I can imagine car, acc- car accidents just freak me out. But uh, so that was Wednesday, and then we really didn't do too much. And then Saturday, we actually went and saw Jordan and Josh and Charlie. Oh, nice, um, nice. Yeah, we we hung out with them for the evening. We played some games, ate some dinner. Um, just hung out there till way too late. Um, came back home and Sunday was Kayla's birthday yesterday. Oh, nice! Um, Happy birthday, Kayla! Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say how old she is. She probably wouldn't like that. But uh, she's 21 years was... old again. I get it. <laughs> she's 21. Uh, so we had um her birthday was on sunday and then her mom's birthday was on wednesday so they always do like a hibachi dinner we used to go out and get hibachi um but we can't do that so i have my flat top griddle uh my propane griddle and uh we made hibachi at home we made like six pounds of fried rice we made uh three ribeye steaks i think four chicken breasts three packs of crab legs like giant king crab legs um we did feasted it, yesterday did your mountain of rice make it to the instagram story at all oh it did not i can add oh all the food on the instagram though i you people need to see this mountain of rice that joe made like he sent a snapchat it's like ah yeah we have enough rice and i was like yeah if the question is to feed the mongolian army like <laughs> this it was massive it was a massive pile of rice it was I, so much food. I, I was jealous. I was very jealous. It was so much food, and Joe Rudinger made this tub of garlic butter, and it was just like everything was garlicky and uh, hibachi-y, you know, that hibachi flavor. It was delightful. You're making my mouth water. It's 8 o'clock at night. Now I'm ready for hibachi. <laughs> Come on over. I'll flip a shrimp in your mouth. 
Ooh, you just said the magic words. <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, let's uh, let's get into this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about let's talk about Christmas. Let's talk about the best time of the year. Let's talk about Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Here we go. Christmas. All right. So, I laid out a couple of points that we can talk about, but let's just spend the next few minutes just soaking in the amazing jolliness that is Christmas time. All right. All right. All right, so my, my first, you know, just general thing is, like, what's your favorite Christmas tradition? Okay. Um, for me, uh, I remember growing up all through last year on Christmas Eve, everybody, not everybody, but a good chunk of the Lopez family gets together and makes tamales. Of course um, you do. <laughs> so they make, like, 100 dozen tamales some ridiculous amount of tamales that is that is far too many tamales i mean i'm just gonna come out and say it that's far too many tamales so many tamales an insane amount of tamales and we just crank them out and we just all you know get up in our posts some of uh some people are spreading masa on corn husks um some people are filling them with meat some people are watching the ones that are already cooking or steaming um, some people are wrapping the ones that have already been cooked in foil and getting them ready to either be, um, taken out to different families throughout the community or, you know, just prepping them. So, you know, different families in our family can take them home. Um, so I remember that's kind of like the big thing is Christmas Eve making tamales and then Christmas day, the Lopez family gets together, uh, in the, the family house, the big ugly greenhouse in Ridgeway and, just does Christmas and eats tamales and cookies and any other food that's out there and, and just kind of really hanging out and having, you know, Christmas story on repeat, um, of course, playing in the background. And if there's snow going outside and playing, if there's not, you know, it's usually muddy. So the kids are out there running around anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I remember as, as you know, the biggest tradition for me growing up was, was being with the family, making tamales. Um, and then me being yelled at because I don't make tamales very good. Uh, <laughs> Have you been I'm practicing your tamale making, Joe? Oh my god, it's it's hard. So it's it's a hard technique to master because you got to get the the corn husk, which is called an oha. Sure. Uh, you got to soak it and get them softened. You can't just pull a corn husk out of the package; it's dry and cracky. You need to soak them, and then you got to find the smooth side of the oha, and then you got to um, put the masa on on the corn husk you know but not too much and not too little you need just the right amount of masa of course just just as cooking anything right you need just the right amount and then you need to put the right amount of meat in there and you gotta fold it up correctly uh i'm not good at any of that i literally <laughs> get yelled at because i don't do anything and and then I'm like, okay, well, give me a spoon. Like, let me fill uh, an oha with masa. And then I get yelled at because I just can't spread it right. Joe, or, why can't, you've been doing this for almost 30 years. Why have you not figured out how to spread masa correctly? I, I just can't. It's like literally the one cooking thing I can't do is spread masa. So I, I get chosen to just man the sink filled with corn husks. <laughs> hey, it's better, <laughs> better than dish duty. Right. Oh, my God. So that's what I do. Um, okay but yeah what about you what's uh what are you what's your traditions what do you got going on so my uh my traditions are a little weird uh because just growing up with with two different sets of parents right so we traveled Mm -hmm. around a bunch on on holidays uh my favorite christmas tradition i should have thought about this when i wrote it down um there's just something really really peaceful about opening your presents and then spending the day playing with whatever you got. Even like yeah. as an adult, uh, you know, you don't get as much like playing stuff, but like so far for Christmas, I've already, you know, between like early gifts, I've already gotten three cookbooks. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I actually, I got um, uh, a really cool like outdoor cook- cookbook uh, from a friend of ours. Shout out Margie. She listens, so she'll be happy to hear this. Um, <laughs> and then I got. Uh, from one of our one of our uh, buddies that plays video games with us, he sent a the st- official Star Wars cookbook from the Star Wars theme park in Orlando. Okay. Uh, so I already have like tabbed through that and made 
uh, a bunch of notes and stuff like that about what I want to cook and it'll make Katie happy because I don't cook. So if mm -hmm. I find, find something I like that maybe I'll do it correctly. Um, so like just opening your presents and, and being able to just go through them and enjoy them, you know, cause it always feels like you don't ever enjoy them as much as you do that first day that you open them. Right. Right. So I, that's my favorite thing about it is like just being in that Christmas day of like, I remember even as like a kid, I remember getting mm -hmm. this, this video game from the Hobbit. This was before they ever made the Hobbit movies oh, and stuff okay. like that. All the original Lord of the Rings movies had come out, but they hadn't made the Hobbit movies yet. And I remember I right. got a video game about it and I just spent all day playing this, this computer game uh, mm -hmm. that was like from like 2004, like just early video games. But I just spent all day playing it. It was, it was amazing. And I just, you know, it's one of those those little things that stick out of like just enjoying that that time to enjoy your gifts. That's I think my yeah. favorite. Um, oh, for some sure. of the thing, some of the things we normally do is obviously every somebody always picks a house to have dinner at. Um, yeah, and uh, normally we do it. We do Christmas Eve with Katie's family, then Christmas Day with some combination of my family. But obviously that's different mm -hmm. this year because of COVID. So we're just staying home this year, but. Right. normally we'd, we'd go out and do some family dinners and and spend time around with family which is always really nice too yeah definitely i you know uh, so, you know so i put family second of presents because presents are yeah. are number one. Oh yeah for sure for sure <laughs> i uh i grew up um not in a a very wealthy household um you know my my parents did what they could so so definitely the that toy aspect of things you know cherishing those things that mm -hmm. i got that day you know um yeah. and then just being like, so happy with whatever i got you know and and whatever toy it was just loving it you know and even if it was clothes just wearing them and putting them on mm -hmm. you know having having those things is just like it, it's super nice you know and it's nice you know growing up i guess part of me knew that i never came from a very rich family but yeah um those moments on christmas where you have you know three or four things to open up was like a big deal um and and it's very nice and even now it, it still kind of hits me now kayla's parents get me presents every year and they have since we've been together and i don't ever expect that and don't ever need it um so it kind of just hits me when i have a couple presents to open that it's like oh shit okay this is like it means something because something somebody did something and got me something and, and meant something by it. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I, I love it. We do Christmas Eve with Kayla's family too. Um, just kind of makes life a little bit easier, especially now that we are actually here with Cora. Um, makes the whole holiday day a little bit simpler. Yeah. That's a great jumping off point to kind of transition into, uh, mm -hmm. into what we want to do with our kids. Cause I was actually, I was talking to my family about this, like, I really want uh, Ben and our future kids to get used to like waking up and doing Christmas in our house, right? Like yep. that, that idea of like coming down the stairs or coming down the hallway and seeing the presents under the tree and opening all the presents like I, that you can't replace that feeling. Right. So I, right. I, um, I want, that's, that's probably the, the number one Christmas tradition I want for our family is just to get used to opening presents on Christmas morning uh, under the tree. I, that just, ah, it's given me like, warm fuzzies thinking about it like <laughs> like ben in a few years going and getting that thing he didn't think he was going to get and opening it up on christmas morning and playing with it all day like yeah that's the yeah. thing I, I want the most what about you oh yeah definitely um we so growing up not growing up sorry uh since kayla and i have been together um a lot of our time was away from our family um but on christmas we would basically come home and Christmas Eve, have dinner, go out to Ridgeway with the family, make tamales, stay the night at Kayla's parents' house, and then Christmas morning, wake up and do presents. Um, but then, you know, Kayla and I got this house, so now we have our own kind of plans. And last year was actually like the first year that we had Christmas morning, kind of just us. I mean, I shouldn't say just us. We did in the morning, um, but my mom works still. Um, and mm, she works okay. every other, she works every other Christmas. So oh, okay. la yeah, last Christmas she had off and, you know, my sisters are all grown and have kids as well. Um, but last Christmas my mom came over, 
just after breakfast for lunch, I believe. And and we made BLTs and it was like just so simple, but um, getting to wake up here, have my mom come over, open a couple presents and we didn't open presents until my mom got here so that she could see Cora. I mean, Cora was only a month old, but right. Uh, so so definitely the the tradition of, of being here on Christmas is, is something big. We talked about it yesterday with Kayla's mom, like Kayla's mom's like, I'm going to make breakfast Christmas morning if, if anybody wants to come. And we were kind of like, well, I think we're just going to, you know, we're just going to hang out here on Christmas. We're going to see you the mm-hmm. night before and, and we're just going to hang out here and and do our thing. And I'm definitely looking forward to that, you know, waking up, yeah. especially down the line, Cora and the kids just opening up the presents and spending the day like in pajamas. Like, I don't even care. Like, that's the one day where I really don't care about getting up and doing something. You're much more motivated than I do. I don't care about getting up and doing anything any day, but <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. I, I like, it's just so, so cool. And, and just that idea. And I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's tough, especially for our parents, right? Because we've always gone to their house until we had kids, right? right? Like um, Katie's parents, we, we would wake up and go there in the morning or, you know, my parents, we would go there the day after Christmas, whatever it was. Like we'd always be around other people on Christmas morning or on Christmas Eve, all this stuff. And now like another tradition I want to start is like, I want to sit down on Christmas Eve and I'm going to watch the Polar Express and make hot chocolate with Ben. And like, we'll watch Polar Express or read the book. Um, Yeah. I, I love Again, I love everything Christmas, but Polar Express is up there for my top like yeah. Christmas stories, right? Um, so I want to get in the habit of doing that Christmas Eve night, mm-hmm. and then you know waking up the next morning and opening presents and just like that whole Christmas feeling. I want I want that. So it'll be tough for our parents just going from the fact that they were able to do that with us, and now they have to like right. you know adjust. But at the same time, oh for sure, you know for us it's gonna be amazing yeah oh definitely definitely that sounds great i mean i like that idea that that you have for your christmas eve plans you know future down the line i like that a lot yeah i i mean the hot chocolate's a must right like you can't watch polar express without hot chocolate but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i'm very excited for that one i think katie wants to do a one gift on christmas eve too because katie can't katie is terrible at waiting till the till the actual time to get presents she's very impatient that's funny um what uh are you getting Cora anything like cool for christmas this year um you know she's not getting a ton she's still just over a year so she really doesn't have a lot of um drive to like want anything specific right like she doesn't know what she wants or needs um so she's getting um we talked last week about a show called bluey on disney Yep. Um, and she has a plush of the main character Bluey right now, but I got her a plush of Bluey's little sister Bingo. Uh, that's that's uh waiting for her, so so she'll have that, and then um, she actually has this big tent at Kayla's mom's house. Um, it's just like a quick, or not a yeah, it's like a little pop up tent. Um, it almost looks like a circus tent kind of but but smaller um and she loves it so kayla's mom got cora a tent for christmas as well that she'll have for here at our house Um, nice and she just she loves this this freaking tent she just runs in it and just sits there and then like bangs on the fabric walls and like knocks it down and like just laughs and plays in this in this tent so we're gonna get a pillow to put in that too and it'll be kind of like her i don't know pillow area her comfort zone i guess yeah her little fort yeah her little fort but uh yeah that's kind of you know that's kind of the big things that i can think of i'm sure that there's more um that we've gathered for her but i like the bingo one because that's something that i found on my own that i was like i'm gonna get this for her um while i was just out shopping one day nice yeah that's um, always a, that's always an, a nice little like yeah i bought this one like yeah like you see him playing with it you're like yeah i i got that i got that one. <laughs> exactly uh, what about Ben? Is he getting anything fun and exciting? No, Ben's having a lame Christmas. He's only three months old. <laughs> no, he, I mean, he, obviously we got some cool stuff, uh, but he's getting a lot of clothes because the kid is is four months old and already in uh, six months 
outfits. Yeah. Um, and he's growing like a weed, so he's getting a ton of clothes. He's getting a couple like little toys. But the one thing Ben hasn't started to like love toys yet. Yeah. Like he today actually he was like holding on to we have this one that's like designed for teething where like it like crinkly plastic and then like he can stick in his mouth and chew on the ends because uh, they're rubber. Right. And he just today like we had it sitting next to him and he grabbed it on like without thinking about it and then held on to it for a long time. So we we're like, oh, look, okay. he like actually liked that one. Um, but yeah. he has not really shown interest in toys yet. So, um, any of the toys we, we've gotten them, uh, we don't, let me, let me rephrase that. We don't really know what toys he likes. Does that make sense? Right. Because he hasn't yeah. jumped at any. So we, we kind of stayed away from toys. I'm sure like my mom and Katie's mom got him just ridiculous amounts of things. Um, mm-hmm. but for Katie and I, we stuck with like clothes and things he needed like socks. Uh, right. Oh, that's another, that's another family tradition that, uh, Every year in your stockings, you get socks and underwear, no matter who you oh, are. Okay. What, yeah, so every year. So Ben's, well, obviously he's not getting underwear because he doesn't wear that. <laughs> uh, but I think he has a little bit of diapers and then uh, and then socks. He definitely got socks. Okay, very cool. I, yeah, ben, I do love a good pair of new underwear. See? Did you know you're supposed to change, you're supposed to get new underwear every six months? What? Yeah, see? Thank you. I'm not as disgusting as I thought it was. Katie yeah. like saw this on the internet. It's like, hey, you're supposed to change your underwear. Like, or <laughs> you're supposed to change your underwear every day. You're supposed to get new underwear every six months. And I was like, nobody's out here buying underwear every six months. There's no, no. way. If, There's if no there way. was, there'd be a service for it, like quit. Yeah. Where like, you know, you get a new toothbrush head every three months or whatever it might be. Like yep. there's yep. no there's no doctor recommended underpants changing time. Otherwise, Joe, we, a, Joe, we should start that business. Was, we, we should. We should start that it, business. Wait, is that what MeUndies does? I have no idea. I know Me they sponsor neither. podcasts, so I'm I'm not going to learn about their product until they sponsor this podcast. But I uh, <laughs> I think they're just actually I think Kevin uses them. Um, but I think they're just a really nice underwear brand. Yeah, they are. I I have one pair of MeUndies and they're okay. great. So we definitely should start this service of like every six months you get a new two or three pairs of underwear. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Done. Nobody takes this idea. All you listeners, don't don't take this idea. TM, this is TM, for Joe TM, and... TM, 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 TM. This is for Joe and I. I like this. <laughs> exactly. little Christmas magic little Christmas magic happening here on the podcast. New business ideas flowing all around. <laughs> all right, so we uh, talked a little bit about like the Polar Express being one of my favorites. Uh yeah. What are what's your favorite Christmas movie? That's a hard question. I know, I know uh, it is. I feel like it changes every year. Um, this year, I, I haven't felt particularly jolly, and I don't know if it's the COVID thing. Um, I I feel like it's pandemic. Actually, Katie and I were talking about that too. I think it's just like everything feels a little like not jolly, right? Like yeah, even it sounds super like commercialistic, but like watching the commercials on TV or like the, the ads in mm-hmm. the paper and stuff like that. Like none of it feels Christmassy. Right. And I, th- I think part of it for me too, is I don't have like cable. Right. Sure. So anything I want to watch, I have to seek it out. And I love the experience of just turning on the TV and whatever Christmas movies on is what I'm going to watch. I um, love that you said that because Katie and I have watched the Santa Claus one, two, and three about a hundred times because <laughs> every time we turn on the TV, it's on free form every single time. Literally right. before I came downstairs, Katie turned on the TV and she goes, Oh, the Santa Claus two is on. Yes. Cause we haven't watched <laughs> that 15 times. Yeah. Uh, but I do love that moment. Same with Halloween. Like, you know, just turning on the TV and whatever, whatever yep. movie's on is what I'm going to watch. But seeking out a movie is a little bit harder for me because I just can skim and be like, well, maybe that one, maybe that one. Yep, um, I get that. Favorite Christmas movie, though? Nightmare Before Christmas. Joe, you can't use the same movie <laughs> for Halloween and Christmas. That breaks all the rules. It breaks all the uh, rules. I would say definitely Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah, sorry. Um, and then behind that, I would say there's a movie I haven't watched it too often, but I, but I like it a lot. It's called Krampus. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. It's a yeah, it's another like hollow or uh, 
horror Christmas movie. Um, and then I actually like. What I think what? I really like. Why your Christmas uh, movies got to be scary? You know, that's just how I live. I live yeah. in a world of spook. And All right, that's fair. I can't change my colors. That's just who I am. <laughs> it's just what I do. It is. Um, but recently, I I put this on, and it's something that I I kind of gravitate towards, and I think it's just because it's really good background noise. But uh, Jim Carrey's Christmas Carol. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's just you know the the fact that everybody knows the story. Um, if it's the computer animation of it, if it's the telling of it, if it's Jim Carrey. Um, but, I, you know, just having that on in the background is is pretty cool. And Jim Carrey's Grinch, you know. It, I would say that Grinch movie is probably near the top for me. Okay. okay. Uh, I like that one, too. Katie's not a fan of that one, but she likes the animated one better. But I like that one. Okay. Yeah. So I would say that kind of range is, is where, where I live at as far as Christmas movies. You know, every once in a while I'll go Home Alone um santa claus things like that but uh that's kind of what i'm feeling this year is is that little like spooky you're just not ready to you're just not ready to let go of halloween that's (laughs) i'll let go of halloween on october 30th of 2021 and then pick it Um, right back up oh my god uh (laughs) i will say the santa claus is not a movie that i would ever watch if it wasn't just on tv like that one is i don't know why like i like it i like it enough to sit down and watch it when it's on tv for sure uh yeah but it's not a movie that i would sit there and and like purposely watch or go seek right. out like you like you were saying i wouldn't go seek out the santa claus yeah uh, so i'm gonna give you my top five all right uh, in order so number one is white christmas with bing crosby i mean that one okay whew, top of the line now if you're if you were to say hey you only get one christmas movie forever I'm watching. I'm watching White Christmas by Bing Crosby, okay. And it helps because it's like two and a half hours long. So if I do only get one movie, at least it's a nice long one, right? Um, my number two is Christmas Vacation. Okay, that one actually, Katie and I just watched that on Saturday night. That was, uh, whew, so good. It's just so funny, right? It's too bad Chevy Chase is an asshole because, man, he <laughs> makes some funny movies. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just some really good movies. Um, my number three is Polar Express. Okay, I mean it's got Tom Hanks in it. Come on, it's got yeah. Tom Hanks. He's America's dad. Hanks. He is. Hmm. Number four. Now, now we're getting to hard ones. Like I have to make some cuts here. The top three yeah. were easy. Um. Number four, I would probably put at Jim Carrey's Grinch. That one's really good. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Oh, this is tough. I gotta make a last call. Uh, number five, I'm gonna say Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone because it's a Christmas movie. What? I mean, yeah. it is. It's a Christmas movie, Joe. It's a Christmas movie. Also, I don't think I would be able to sleep in bed tonight if I don't mention it on this podcast. Yeah, so. I mean, there's probably a, there's probably a Harry Potter weekend this past weekend. There was one day of Harry Potter on Saturday. They played one, <laughs> two, and three. Okay. Yo, that's the reason uh, we pay for cable. It's for yeah. Harry Potter weekends. I get it. I mean, why why not just watch the movies you have? I, I do love the surprise of which one's going to be on. Also, I think you know just as well as I do that the ones that are on TV are a different version of the ones that you can buy. Yes. So. That is very true. Um, I think we need to do a Harry Potter episode one day. Joe, I could do an entire podcast on Harry Potter, but yes, maybe I, maybe just one episode. I mean, I'm on it. I love it. Let's do it. Love it. All right, last last question on Christmas. Uh, yeah. We already touched on food a little bit, but give me your your tier one best Christmas food that you can think. Gingerbread cookies. Ooh, that's a great I choice. That love, is a great choice. Love gingerbread cookies so much, and. My aunt, uh, who's my godmother, every year, like she makes all the cookies for the family um, when we get together at the Lopez side. But every mm-hmm. year she bakes a plate of gingerbread cookies just for me and wraps it up, and I take it home with me. Um, 
I love gingerbread cookies so that, much. That's that's really good. Do you guys do uh, Christmas cookies? Like, do you guys decorate Christmas cookies at all? Um, you know, I don't like frosting, so yeah. I, I don't. Kate, yeah, Kayla does. She she does decorate them. Um, and once Cora gets older, we'll we'll probably do a whole decorating. Kayla and Cora did decorate some cookies though earlier this month. Um, I think when I was working or. I was somewhere, but when I got home, they had been decorated already. Nice. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm a, I'm not a big frosting. I'm not a big frosting person either. I just I don't know cakes, cookies. I'm just not frosting's just not for me. Okay. Yeah. I uh not, I don't know why. I don't like it either. I mean, it's I don't know too sweet. Yeah. Big meh. Uh, mine's gonna I'm gonna go very uh very classic and just uh, okay. the Christmas ham. The Christmas oh, ham the is my ham. favorite. I don't know why. Okay. I feel like I don't eat ham like that ever during the year. Just ever. Really? I never get like a ham bone. I never get like a ham. What is that? A ham loaf? I, I don't even know. Right. Um, I never eat ham like that except on Christmas. And that is, that's my favorite one. That's my favorite food. Yeah. Is like everything else I feel like I eat throughout the year. And it's not like, yeah, it's cool because it's Christmas. But like mm-hmm. I, I eat cookies whenever I want to eat cookies. Right. Like. If you really, right. if I really sit down and think, I don't eat ham unless it's Christmas. Right. Eh, no, I, I, I don't love ham. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'll just hold it no. against you forever. It's not a big deal. That's fine. You can have my ham. Oh, thank God. Thank you. I want that. Uh, before we move off of food, I have to say something about our family. Okay. Um, Kayla's family is part of a huge kind of legacy throughout the country um kayla's great great grandmother once made a fruitcake um her name was fidelia ford and she made this fruitcake 142 years ago and i'm sorry is this an actual christmas story is this a ghost story you're telling (laughs) a bit of both (laughs) okay Um, okay so back in the day, they used to make fruit cake, and then they would let it sit out for like a week or so, I believe, um, to let it age a little bit. And the alcohol in the fruit cake wouldn't let it rot; like it would keep it, you know, not fresh, but it wouldn't rot because of it. Ah, uh, yes, just um, what I like with my cakes to take it out ex- and leave it out for a week. Exactly. So 142 years ago, Fidelia made this fruit cake, and then she passed away before they could cut into it, oh. and they kept it they kept the fruitcake and kayla's family still has this fruitcake it's 142 years old what Uh, yeah it's in a cloche in kayla's grandma's house um it's the world's oldest fruitcake um but they can't go in the guinness world records because there's nothing to put against it it. yeah um it's been on jay leno it's been all across the country, like on different news stations. Last year, it got picked up and went like viral all over the place for it being 141 years. Uh, it was a question on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the NPR what? game show. What? Yeah. Um, that's that's amazing. So, like, nobody's done anything to it? Like, it's just sat the way it is? Yeah, yeah. So, when Morgan, Kayla's grandpa, went on Jay Leno with the fruitcake, him and Jay Leno had a little nibble of it, but it's, like, hard. Like, it rock hard. Mm. Um, and that was, you know, Kayla's grandpa's like favorite thing was the fruitcake. He loved to talk about the fruitcake and it's an amazing story <laughs> because, you know, that, they just didn't that's cut it. So they just have it. Yeah. Um, so I remember Morgan, when I first met him, he's like, well, uh, have I told you about the fruitcake? <laughs> and then like, you know, down the line, he'd be like, let me tell you about this fruitcake. Um, I- do you have like pictures with it? Do you, do you like have a frame picture I, of like me and the fruitcake? <laughs> me and the, I do not. Me and quote the fruitcake. The fruitcake. Yeah. So so we have a hundred and forty two year old fruitcake in our family. Man, uh, talk talk about hoarders, you know? Right. But they kidding. love it, and uh, it's it's a pretty great story, you know, that always comes up around this time. That's really that's really really cool. That is yeah like. Man, that's that's a really cool, uh, really cool story. I don't have mm-hmm. anything near that cool in my in my tradition. So, right. Well, cool. I like the fruitcake. Yeah. What one day sure. I'm gonna have to come down and see this this 
magical historical fruitcake. You have to come check it out. It's it's brown and crusty. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so let's shift gear gears real quick. So we're gonna take next week off. So before we yes. go, let's do a little like New Year's preview because I know New okay. Year's is gonna be weird with COVID. But let's just real quick touch on like what do you guys typically do for New Year's? Um, we really don't do a whole lot. Uh, there was a couple years in a row where we would go to Kevin's apartment and drink over there for New Year's. Oh yeah, in Detroit. Um, but we haven't done that in a couple years. Last year, Kayla and I just sat in here because we had Cora, so we just sat in the house and I ordered like big greasy hamburgers and like beer and just sat and drank and ate nasty gnarly hamburgers and like French fries and fried pickles and stuff. Yum. Um, this year we're kind of doing the same, just hanging out. Jordan and Josh may come down, they said. Um, yep. so we'll see. And if they do, we'll just make some food and hang out with the babies and probably call it New Year's at nine o'clock. Yeah. Yep. It's funny because yeah. it, this year Katie actually has an excuse to not stay up till midnight. Not that she's ever stayed up till midnight on the New Year's anyway, but yeah, New Year's for me isn't, isn't a big deal. We also used to hang out with Drew and Kara for several years too. We would go over there for um new years and hang out with them um so i mean if friends are having parties you know we'll we'll try to stop by and hang out but it's not like the biggest deal for me i don't i don't love it i don't hate it you know to me it's just like another day whatever yeah i agree i uh new year's is not my not i mean you're just so up with you're just so up with uh christmas like the the jolly and the, the high of christmas and then like new year's comes you're like yeah all right you know right it's cool it's a new year. You get to, you know, it's 2021 now. Uh, but you know, it's not, it's definitely not as cool as Christmas. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's for sure. I do. I do like the idea that 2021 is coming soon. That's true. It'll be a whole new year. It will be. <laughs> it will yeah. be, but yeah, that's, that's about it. Nothing too fun. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. We're, the, we're the same. I mean, ours is really lame. I was hoping you'd have a cool story cause ours is really lame. I, uh, DeRosia <laughs> normally comes over and hangs out. Uh, a couple of years ago, David and, uh, David and Rob came over and we played Catan for, for forever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that was fun. Katie went to bed at nine. We stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning playing a board game. So that was a blast. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a new year's I can get behind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's it. I don't, we don't throw a party. We don't really have people over. It's not, not that big of a deal for us. If other people right. are having a party, but now we have a kid, so I say if other people mm-hmm. are having a party, but there's no way we're going out on New Year's anymore. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. All right. Cool. Well, what do you say? Let's uh let's do let's do one last Facebook memory for twenty twenty and then uh then get out of here. Let's do it. For sure. Um so I've got mine pulled up. Uh these ones actually aren't as exciting as the last few have been. Okay. Um so the oldest one I have back is from 12 years ago. And it said, thought today, no, it says, thought today's was pretty much awesome and loves Kayla a lot. Happy <laughs> birthday, babe. Nice. Yeah. I can't believe so, it's been that long and you still, still were <laughs> with, I just mind blowing. You two are mind blowing. Yeah. So that was, that's kind of it. It's not exciting. I do have a fun one from six years ago. What is it? That says, I've been bit by dogs, cats, birds, fish, and eels, but nothing has made me bleed more than a hamster bite. <laughs> I don't want to know. Which I don't want to know the story. True as hell. <laughs> Joe, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what you were doing with the hamster. I don't want to know what the hamster was doing to you. I just, I don't want to know. Yeah. I live an That's exciting fun. life. What about you? What is right. uh, words of Jared's past? All right, so I have I have two again. My oldest one's not that not that fun, but nine years ago today, our buddy Florian wrote on my wall and asked me how uh, how winter break was going. So nine years ago today, <laughs> I, was, I was a small little freshman in college, and Flo was checking in on me. Oh, that's cute. First yeah. of all, before you move on to the next one, yeah, that is very weird that it's been nine years. I text Ben uh, direct the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's been 10 years since we've been initiated in the fraternity. Isn't that nuts? Like one whole decade has gone by since I've been initiated. And that's crazy. It's not uh, seeing this like as my oldest Facebook memory is 
like crazy to me because it does it feels like just like yesterday right like it, it right. does not feel that long ago but nine years ago uh wow Flo and i had probably just met like a month before that because that's when i like started to rush uh right and he was recruitment chair so yeah that's crazy so that was nine years ago and then my fun one was seven years ago today i was coming i was driving from detroit airport to my grandparents house uh uh and it was a snowstorm Mm-hmm. And I stopped and got some lunch, and I wrote this Facebook status. So, what I what I seventy five has to offer for Christmas: five miles per hour, four cop cars, three tow trucks, two spinoffs, and a car that crashed into the wall. Drive safe, everybody. So there you go. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> there you go. I was a, I was a satire poet back then. You were. That's exciting. I so, love it. Seven years ago was my satire poet phase. I never grew out of it. <laughs> Still there today. Still there. Never left. Oh, that's great um well let's go ahead and wrap this thing up yeah let's wrap it up for the year let's 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 close the book on on big dad energy in 2020 2020 well thank you all so much for the last four months it's been a exciting fun ride we really really appreciate it uh we're gonna keep this thing going back starting off in 2021 um it's gonna be much better i think i think it's gonna be a good good Mm -hmm. 2021 for us um but again, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please, please, please write in, send us questions, um, give us topics for future episodes or listener questions. Um, we have run out and we need some more. So please, please send those in. We really, really appreciate that when uh, when we can hear from you guys. Yes, yes, yes. And while you're writing in, please go find us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Big Dead Energy Pod. Uh, and then we also have a Facebook page at Big Dad Energy. Um, and just wherever you're listening to this right now, please, you know, leave us five stars, like us, um, leave a review, anything like that. Anything you can do helps us be a little bit more discoverable, reach a bigger audience. So we really, really appreciate that. So, um, you know, thanks again for listening for all of, of these last four months. It's really been a blast for for Joe and I. So, um one last time for 2020. I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, click your tongue twice before you use them.